the animals. I just went ding, ding, ding with my mouth. <laughs> Link says, nana, nana, boo, boo. Stick your head in doo But then again, it was all about me and I love me. Even dead me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh that's all the jello horses that are dead. Listen, if you ever yeet my bowl of spaghetti across the room. <laughs> I get yeeted off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, you do. You are now listening to the world's most popular pulp culture radio comedy it is podcast 42 and it's time for a special edition of podcast 42 i am christopher devos okay i just took a sip i surprised him Oh, no, no, no. I was waiting for the others to say something, but oh, then I realized no. they weren't here. No, so, But I'm J.L. Tros. Has it ever just been you and me over, what, five, six years we've been doing no, this? No, it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> We're the constants of this show. We've yeah. never done a show, just the two of us. Huh. This is a groundbreaking special episode of Podcast 42. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's open up the beer cooler. Yeah. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you think. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you drink. It's cooler than you drink. Yeah. All right. Well, we picked a beer that the women would not miss out on trying. Well, I don't know. I feel like no matter what, one of them's going to tell us that they really wanted to try it. Of course. So we got from Weldworks Brewing. Their coffee coconut stout. It's a nice imperial milk stout. The brewery is out of Greeley, Colorado. Ooh, this is an eight percenter too. Oh, eh, it's not like we have to work later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to be to work till five. Oh, six. So we're good. Oh, you're working at six today? Supposedly. Oh. We'll see how it goes. Are you closing? Yeah. Is that a closer? I'm still not a closer going in at five. It took me like four months to get there, but I'm almost there. (laughs) (laughs) So it says it's brewed with toasted coconut, milk sugar, and Peruvian coffee. So is milk sugar The coffee is from Zoe's Cafe, which I'm going to guess is a place out in Colorado. Probably. That uh, they formed a partnership with. But is milk sugar just milk and sugar mixed together? I don't know. That's all I can think of. (laughs) Well... (laughs) You know, it's kind of the whole lactose thing in beers. I was talking to a bartender friend of mine, and we were saying how there's lactose in everything, and that's because hops are so expensive right now. People don't want to spend the extra money on hops, so they're just kind of throwing lactose in beer to compensate for the hops that they would normally use because it's cheaper. Lactose and hops are comparable? I guess so. Hmm. That was something I learned from him, and he was just like, yeah. He's like, that's how they're getting around having to use like extra hops because there was supposedly a hop shortage, and then they're prices went up and crazy things so can we put hops in milk i think we shouldn't find out what happens two percent milk with two percent hops yeah i'm all for it (laughs) i will say on first sniff you get all coffee so i'm a little concerned with the coconut taste um first impressions it's different not bad different not good different not what i was expecting huh it's uh it lingers at the end very interestingly. 
All right. This is, yeah, after one sip, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll it's interesting. Check for the rating at the end. We rate Whoa. the beers one through six. One I, being I got worse. that aftertaste you talked about. Yeah, yeah. It's still there, too. Yeah. Yeah. L- luckily, you have a highlight to wash it away with, and I got, a, <laughs> I got a bubbly to wash it away with. Yeah, I'm getting rid of that lactose with extra hops. <laughs> <laughs> so today, we're going to address what is going on currently at Podcast 42 and what the future of Podcast 42 is holding. So with COVID, um, our show was hit a little hard because we all happened to work at the same place. And that same place laid us all off, along with 28,000 other people in the same industry. So we are out of Orlando, Florida, for the sake of putting a like place. We're all kind of scattered not all of us are living in Orlando, but for the sake of having like a central place that you can imagine, it's Orlando. Yeah, like I used to be the furthest out of all of us in the group because I live like pretty much downtown Orlando. Yes. Where you're heading more towards Tampa where I have to come <laughs> and see you. So We used to live in Orlando proper, but then we moved out to the country. To, uh, we bought a house and the idea was we bought... A house that we could flip for a higher profit because it was an area that's kind of building up. So they're in Green Acres. It's the place for me. With that, um, Orlando, we thought might be the new Flint, Michigan, where when the, all the car industries shut down, basically it turned you know parts of Michigan into ghost towns and unemployment and you know just not the booming city it was. And so far, Orlando has dipped, but it hasn't been as devastating as one might have thought. So I'm kind of happy with that. Like, there's still places to get jobs. Yes. And with the vaccine, hopefully everything will bounce back. But it could have been really bad. The COVID could have really taken a big chunk out of Florida. I don't think most people across the country realize how bad it could have been here. Like, Florida is one of those places that... Especially here in Orlando, it depends on the tourism. Right. I know California and New York, they're also facing certain uncertainties with their future, but they also have industries that could way more easily bounce back. You know, New York is not just tourism. It's no. There's all sorts of industries there, all sorts of, I don't know. I don't want to say industries again, but no, there, there's a lot of different things to do. Right. Like, there's so many different things. Right. I mean, Broadway is super affected, but New York doesn't depend on Broadway. No. To keep itself running, and the movie industry has finally figured out how to start filming again in California, which was really easy to do all along. They could have been doing this the entire time. I don't know why they didn't. Where they just quarantined their cast members so they could all film after a couple weeks i feel like it was one of those things that they wanted to see how other businesses took care of it like kind of how like um the nba had their little bubble down here right the nhl is still doing that in a way like the teams out of canada are not leaving canada at all this year until like they have to to do the stanley cup finals yeah but overall i feel like it's just a let's see how other places do it and then see where it goes and see how we can adapt yeah but with that also california also has many other industries that they can rely on vineyards if, if even if the vineyards even if hollywood and the vineyards shut down they're big tech state so they still have plenty of stuff i mean florida has some tech some yeah some but we not have, like other places we have electronic arts which is the walmart of video games 
whoa, just because they've put out the same Madden game for the past 10 years doesn't mean anything. <laughs> you know what? That's on the people who buy that game. And I'm not a big sports ball person, but I do enjoy playing like uh, Madden every once in a while. Yeah. And it's amazing that you can get like Madden 2019 for 99 cents, or you can get Madden 2021 for sixty seventy dollars, and really the only thing is the roster's updated. The roster's updated, and there's usually like one change in the whole thing. Is it a Maybe. significant change though? No, not usually. But it's really just a roster's updated. Where at the end of it, I just go, probably could just do that anyways. But it's a great money making thing. Yeah, I mean it's been their bread and butter forever. It's like it's like a Ponzi scheme almost. <laughs> But a legal one, I mean, the consumers are willing to shell out that money for it. What was it? The last time I got an EA game, I got their NHL one, and I got it because it was really two games in one. It was whatever year it was, and then they brought back, like, you could play, like, NHL 94 with those guys. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting, like, two games for one here. How can I not get it? And it was still, like, 30 bucks. So it's yeah. like, even better, the price is great. <laughs> yeah, just wait a couple years and have a the roster a little bit behind and you can pick it up for like a dollar and then if you fantasy draft or something like that you should know who's supposed to get better so you can like totally get steals in there yeah but you know whatever that's how they support themselves that's fine so we all had to get different jobs and it's been harder to coordinate the schedule to record the podcast because our previous job was pretty sweet and we could rearrange our we schedules had set schedules we had we set want. schedules even with set schedules we could Change them around almost at a whim's notice. Pretty much. Yeah. So we were very spoiled. So now Laura is actually doing like a special project and she's working three hours away from the house. And I'm at a job and JL's at a job and we don't know our schedules till the last minute. Sabrina is Sabrina. Yeah, Sabrina's. She she's totally networking and meeting people. And I'm sure the stories are going to be great because honestly, those aren't scripted. They're all true. Yeah. She's not working, but she is the most busy, not some, she's the most busy person without a job I've ever met. Yep. Well, you know, she's doing the homeschooling with the girls. Yes. And then she's doing pretty much everything else <laughs> she can find to do. Yes. And today she had a root canal on the one day that JL and I could record. Yep. So there's, there's that problem with getting together and we've been trying to make it work and we've done a pretty good job we've got several we got several more shows out than i thought we would yeah we did so and then we took january off which we normally take december off so if you've been with the show you know we don't we do the one show in the uh did i say september you almost did oh december we do the one christmas episode in december and then we generally take it off but this year we took off january because there's a whole manscape ad commitment and yada 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 that did that turned out well <laughs> it didn't it didn't we didn't get the contract but that's fine because uh secretly you know people got the contract they're trying to get out of the contract because i guess manscape is kind of demanding on oh well then hey yeah the number of units you sell all right the they're people. like on top of you okay then hey that's, yeah that's, so no that worked out for us then yeah it actually really did uh no offense to manscape the the product is really good from what i've hear i didn't use it because they sent us one and there's two of us 
and we didn't feel like we should <laughs> pass it back and forth. That was going to be the ad. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. We've had advertisers before, and I like the ones that aren't on your back about the numbers you bring in because uh, this industry is not stable enough. We're not celebrities, so sorry. Yeah, I'll go get in touch with our celebrity friends and see how we can get endorsed. Yeah, well, I mean, the celebrities, if you're a celebrity, you put out a podcast, you already instantly have, you know, 100,000 people who are going to listen to it. And so they can have those big big ad contracts, but we're smaller. We only have 90,000 people that listen to this, so you have to give us a break. That's it? I thought we had more. No, we've dipped a little bit because of uh, our show put out has been a little lacking lately. That's all right, because this is more of a passion project. And if you're getting into podcasting, you really need to look at it as more of do I want to do it for me or am I do I want to do it to make money because I know a lot of people because in the Facebook groups a lot of people are like well I just launched my first episode how do I get advertising well you don't <laughs> that's <laughs> we did that on an episode where we talked about those people yeah it's crazy so in the podcast I'm gonna peel the curtains back a little bit in the podcasting groups you have the guys that are I just put out my first episode and it's uh, two guys talking just like we are now, and we curse, and we just talk what's off the top of our heads, and um, how do I make money off of that? Well, you don't, because there's like 10 million podcasts that are just like yours. And then there's the other people who are like, I just released 15 seconds of my of my podcast, and I've got 5 million downloads. Yeah, sure, right? You do. No one's finding your podcast day one. No. They're not. There's just too many out there. I'm still looking at the other podcast, 42, that's out there. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't recorded in a while, because I'll go check and see if he's no, recorded. No, it's been years. No, it's been a couple months. There's oh, three. There's three? Yeah. I missed the third one, then. Yeah. One was recording regularly, and I I didn't listen to the show, but from the description, it's a single guy, and he just talks about what happens to him during his day or something like that. How did I miss that show? <laughs> Sounds great. I and mean, He's like in another country. Even better. <laughs> so I don't know if it's in his language or if it's in English. I should probably listen to it one day. Yes. There's a, um, a uh, I don't know if it's an app, web page combo, but like there's, uh, have you heard of Goodreads? Yeah. Yeah, where you log all the books and all the books of the world in there, and then you say, I've read this book, or I recommend this book. Oh, you mean like I'm doing with Untapped for all my beers? Yeah, it's like Untapped, but it's been around longer. Okay. There's one for podcasting. Huh. I forget. I think it's called Good Pods. It might even be by the same people. So, And you can make lists. So in my Good Pods account, I have a list of all the other shows that have our same name. <laughs> and I... I I said, these are all the shows that, the name of my list is, these are all the shows that didn't Google if this podcast name was already taken. <laughs> and we're on our third name. Yeah. <laughs> we're on our third name because the first one didn't work. It didn't flow. And then the second one found out that somebody already had it. What was our second name? Podcast Squared. That's right, because we were the Annex first. Yes, because we were like... A supplement to another show like when they weren't recording you could come listen to us yep. and then just uh to say the annex i don't know it just didn't flow yeah there there were certain people that couldn't say it who me oh i was gonna say faraz oh well maybe i don't remember um 
I was thinking more for Oz. I thought it was just one of those things because it wasn't Batman or Star. It was Kyle. Let's just say it was Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes we talk about the history. So I thought we might talk about where we were and then what's coming next. And what's coming next isn't too much of a change. I know that some people that have been us, us through the beginning has seen the show evolve from a couple different formats. So the next format that we're switching to is very similar with some tweaks, I want to say. Just some minor ones. Just minor, major tweaks. <laughs> minor, really minor. Really minor. Yeah. But major. So where we came from is five guys talking on a microphone. and Just pe- like this. People have heard us tell this story before. We weren't even on microphones. We were doing it on a phone. Yeah. <laughs> Faraz uh, had a round table, and we would set the phone in the middle of it and then just kind of talk over each other. He only had four chairs, and one person had to sit on the couch cushion to record. Yes, me. Yep. (laughs) And he wasn't going to get a fifth chair. No. He refused. No, that's when we brought the folding chair. (laughs) It was all dented from wrestling. So that show was basically um, a show that you hear all the time out there. It was five of us. We just came to the table with whatever was on our minds for that day. There was no set anything. No, except for the beer. Yes. The only constant throughout the entire show has been the beer cooler. Yes. Which I think is the only way I got you guys to record in the beginning. No. I just... <laughs> you, you asked me if I wanted to drink and talk, and I said, that's my favorite thing. No, I said, do you want to do a podcast? And you said, what's a podcast? podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, we can talk about beer. And you said, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually really how it happened. <laughs> so then from that point, we just kind of picked three other guys who we thought, could um like talk about things although i don't think you were a fan of one of them in the beginning to be on the show and i won't name who it was i don't that they don't listen but just yeah no i didn't think you would think that he would gel very well yeah but um i thought he was awkward enough that if anything we could at least make fun of him Yes. Yes. (laughs) So from that point, then one of them, and we'll also not name them, thought would be really good at this format because they of their extracurricular activity of going on stage and talking to people. Yes. But ended up, whenever the microphones came on... Dead air. Yeah. Didn't talk very much or didn't contribute very much or wasn't like that funny like we thought he might be. No. It just didn't... It didn't work. It didn't work. So, and I've seen some of his stand-up on YouTube and stuff, and it was pretty good. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just, I don't know if maybe he needed a... Uh, audience. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe. So, who knows? So, like JL said, we'd just sit around the table and talk, and it would mostly end up falling back to Batman. Or Star Wars. Or Star Wars. And I just specifically remember one night before we started recording where Chris goes, okay, we're going to do this show, <laughs> and we are not going to mention Batman or Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And we almost made it the whole episode. Yes. Almost. So maybe if we were smart, we should have just done a Batman Star Wars podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but then it would still have only been two people talking. <laughs> yeah. So that would have been frustrating. So from that point, um, we decided to let go of one person. And then I don't know how it evolved to, like, Nicole. Well, we ended up, yeah, 
Faraz left. Faraz left. We ended up switching where we were recording. Okay. And we were the original idea for Nicole joining was that she was going to be our fact checker. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was supposed to make sure that the things we were saying were true because of how often I'd like to play tricks on you and the others mm-hmm. with saying things like it was real. And then we found out that it wasn't. I was like, well, I knew that. Why did you guys believe me? So the idea was to bring her in to fact check us. And then her role just kind of evolved from there. You know why we believed you? Because when we set out the roles in the beginning of like who, like we were like, quote unquote, experts. So like uh, of the five, like you were supposed to be the all around pop culture music expert wrestling yeah and then uh the one guy was like super in anime although he never talked about any 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 anime at all and he was the anime expert yep and then one guy was like the star wars expert and the other guy was like the comic book expert and then i'm not an expert in anything i was just supposed to try to tie it all together which i didn't really do that great of job because everyone just kind of talked over each other (laughs) yes we did (laughs) so yeah uh yeah that's right nicole was gonna be she wasn't gonna be like a like a regular voice she was gonna be like a producer yeah she was gonna be a producer she was gonna sit there and when we needed to whoever she was sitting next to was just gonna put the mic in front of her so she could say what she needed to say yeah and then she just kind of became part of the show yes after the video game episode Yes, which would have been great if it was a Twitch stream. Yes, because all it was was us yelling at Nicole to do Yes. I think we almost thought about doing a Twitch stream with just Nicole playing video games. We did consider it. And then us just bragging on her. (laughs) (laughs) It probably would have done really well. Probably. But technology and time. Yeah, but then we ended up losing another person. Um, The comedian left. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was there. So it was still five of us, wasn't it? There were still five of us. Okay. But, and then the comedian left. Yes. And then I forget why Faraz left. I think he just couldn't juggle or something. I don't remember. He quit on his own. He said, I'm leaving. And I don't remember why. I think... It was surprise. I remember it was surprising that he was leaving. Oh, I do remember why he was leaving. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was... see your face. <laughs> there was controversy. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So there's a little bit of controversy. We've talked about past shows. We won't talk about it now. But I will say that it was stupid controversy. Which everything has been taken care of since then. Yeah, things have been mended over. Things are fine. Yeah. But at the time, it was a big deal. And if you boil down to it, boil down to its essence, it really wasn't that big a deal. But Frost felt really strongly about it. We call it blanket gate. Yes. <laughs> yep. But oh, and then f- how stupid that I forgot about that. Yeah, I couldn't believe you forgot about blanket <laughs> gate. I was like, I'm just gonna let it go. I'm not gonna no. bring it up. Well, you were looking at me like really. And I'm like, uh-oh, what am I missing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then the comedian left. The comedian left. And Nicole joined. And then we decided as a format. We were going to do. Like, structured. Structured. Like biographies on people. Mm-hmm. Structured bits. And all that where it was like slight impressions here, but mainly going over whatever the topic was. Oh, before the- that, though, it was like homework. Homework. And there's a couple bits. People would bring things to the table like quizzes. and Yep. And then. And we decided after that to kind of do the biography thing. I, I'm amazed. I mean, the only reason we got rid of homework was because Nicole left the show. It was her favorite segment. Yeah. And the homework segment was fun. I enjoyed it. That was uh, part of the reason why uh, someone left the show. Did she leave because no, of no. the actual homework or did she leave because we got rid of the theme song? <laughs> no, no. That wasn't why she left. That was why our comedian left. Oh, yeah. Because he, he could never He do never the did homework. his homework. He did the homework during the bit. 
We the rest of us would have to start, and he had to go last. Yeah, because he never had it done. And the homework was like a set theme, so like it would be like, all right, you have a week to come up with your favorite captains, and it could be any captain, it could be captain of a ship, captain of a starship. Yeah, you could yeah, captain could. crunch, whatever. Yeah, which I think we actually did do that, where yeah. it was just like, and we just picked like the most obscure captains. Like, yeah. I think I threw in Captain Kangaroo. Yeah, so because I really knew you easy. were going to throw in Captain Crunch, of so course. I was like. <laughs> Well, I'm going to throw in Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't really hard, and the segment was really short, but for some reason he could never get it done. Like for his life was so, segment there. Yeah, his life was so busy of smoking pot and quitting jobs that he couldn't get. <laughs> yeah, so... Whatever. He was gone after that. So then it was down to a four-person show. Which actually worked out better. Worked out great. We did the whole scripted thing. That was like our first time doing scripted anything. Yes. And the scripts are nice, but the the scripts that we did were more like a uh, essay. Yes. And I thought it was okay, but it really wasn't hitting the mark. No. Like we, it wasn't as funny as it could be. It was it was ad lib funny. Yeah. But there were things that we could have thrown in there to make it funnier. Yeah. So one thing that JL is good at is that he can uh, do some voices. No rich little, but the voices you do, you do very well. Thank you. So I'm like, well, we need to uh, we need to step up our game. So we decided, I, at the time, I was a big fan of Business Wars. And Business Wars, it's one guy. And I don't know how he does it, because he does all the voices for everybody. And you know it's just the one guy, but he does it, his voices are just slightly different enough that he can do two people doing a conversation, and you could really figure out the two different people doing the conversation and i think we've gotten a lot better at that but like it's like the people who do the audiobooks and they read the whole audiobook and they do all the different voices and you can clearly tell it's just the same person doing all the different voices yet they're still so slightly different that you can still follow the story and that just boggles my mind Hmm. like for me when you say i only have like the one or two voices yeah and they're outrageous voices like they're not it's either redneck or um, female Monty Python. Yeah. <laughs> or brooder. Or brooder. But they have to be so different that I feel like they have to be so cartoony for me so that you can tell it's not just me talking to me. Right. I don't know. Shame went out the window because I do story time with Lex. Yeah. So when I'm doing story time, it's voices for every single character. Yeah. And you got you got a really good handle on that. Which sometimes gets... I forget what story I'm doing, and I realize that there's five more characters than I realized when I first picked the book. And I go, how did that person sound at the beginning? Oh, that's right. They were very, like, Sean Connery-ish. Or, oh, I'm just going to make this one Patrick Warburton. (laughs) So with that, we started sticking voices in the script. But they were still mostly essays. Yes. And then every once in a while, a character would speak. Ernest was our first one. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Vern. (laughs) Hey, Vern. Which was a huge thing when we did that because you had like three of us going, all right, who's going to do this? Mm -hmm. And then it turned into just me and you being like, all right, who's going to be Ernest? And it was just like coin flip before (laughs) the show but we did involve we did evolve that format eventually faraz came back but we lost somebody we lost somebody he who shall not be named although i did name him he doesn't want to be named so he'll be bleeped out when i go back to edit and then um it was you me faraz and nicole yes where we stuck with the same format 
We started with the same format. And Faraz actually helped with a lot of the writing, which helped you out a lot. He did. His subjects were interesting when when he picked them. <laughs> they weren't. Yeah, I know. He did Batman. <laughs> Didn't he do Batman? No, we never did Batman. No, I thought we did The Dark Knight. Yeah, we did do yes, The Dark Yes, we Knight. did the movie The Dark Knight. Yeah. Which I sat there going, why aren't we doing the whole trilogy? <laughs> <laughs> and then he also wanted to do the politics of Star Wars. Yeah, did we do that? I think we did. We did. It was two parts. It was. So interesting, which is one of the... I thought that was an interesting subject to pick because... Excuse me. Coconut Stout just came up. <laughs> because that's what the first three... That's what the prequels get ding-dong is they're too poli- too political. Right. That's why a lot well, of people don't like it. Well, it's all about like the them. Senate and him taking over the senate like it's i feel like they need to be that political though to show how the empire rose yeah like there had to be an established government right there so you have to show how you're overthrowing this government so that way the empire can come to be i just thought it was strange for lucas to go in that direction because the first three movies were all about i wanted to be like a flash gordon thing right action and soap opera and that's also i think that's one of those things though that people expected like they were all like all right we're gonna get the story of how he became darth vader yeah so they thought it was gonna be more on that when he threw in so much about the government because he has he has to be manipulated by the emperor who's rising to power at the same time so you gotta have the politics in there yeah did it didn't have to be so much but it did have to be a good portion yeah it was interesting i think jar jar binks really i think that was a bad choice somebody should have said to lucas you need to tone this character down or Or change him completely just get rid of him even watching that movie back then i just went i don't like this guy i don't like this character well if they made him talk normal and maybe not be such a klutzy klutz i probably would have worked and but he's in there for the comedy relief in that first movie yeah and to sell toys yeah yeah didn't work so that was the problem from the first three movies is they sold so many toys that i think they needed to we need to keep this up well they sold enough for those ones as well (laughs) you would have sold toys no matter what yeah no matter what i mean they came out with everybody's lightsaber yeah i mean how are you not going to get anybody to buy that i mean even me as a teenager was like yeah i want mace windu's lightsaber (laughs) (laughs) you just made samuel L. jackson a jedi yes i want that lightsaber That's why everyone in the last three has drastically different lightsabers, so we can keep selling them. That's right. Marketing. Marketing. And I have my Mace Windu lightsaber replica hanging up at home. (laughs) (laughs) It's right by my Kylo Ren one. So uh, the topics were interesting and varied. Um, What's funny is, for the longest time, we did an episode on Pink Floyd. That was our most downloaded. Yeah episode and we made the jokes about it all the time where we're like we're never going to reach pink floyd level ever again no and that one was an essay style that's where we just took up we took each took a paragraph and read it we straight should up. redo pink floyd we have to do redo pink floyd well the new format we could do whatever we want i know <gasps> we can even I'm go already, back i know i'm already coming up with ideas right now and i'm not going to say them on here because they'd be spoilers see and when i first told you you were like I've been drinking, and that's when everything starts. (laughs) You can't have a conversation with sober JL about things that Buzz JL is going to write about. So over this whole course of time and every format change, here's how it works. JL JL and I are at the core of the decision-making, and I'll come to JL, and I'll say, let's do this. And JL will say, I like this. And I'll say, but if we do this, we can do this, this, and this. And JL will say, why do you keep you 2 the show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
like, we don't want to Zuropa this. We want to stick with our Joshua tree. Yes. He'll say, ACDC has worked forever. Let's be ACDC. And I'm like, no, let's be you two. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, well, we can be you two. But if U2 doesn't work, we're not going to continue U2. We're going to go back to ACDC. This is more of a Metallica thing, like where it's like, all right, mm-hmm. we're going to try this, but let's not like Lilo, like what was it, Lilo or Lilu or whatever like that, the d- album they did with um, Lou Reed. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know they did an album. They did an album with Lou Reed. It was awful. Like, it was completely frowned upon. But before that, it was St. Anger. Everybody looks at Metallica and they just go, oh, St. Anger. The one song everybody likes on that whole album is a pure instrumental track. Yeah. (laughs) Because it goes back to, like, like Call of Cthulhu. I think that's what it is. Call of Cthulhu or something. I can't remember. But, yeah, you just go, like, no, I don't want to St. Anger the show. Yes, definitely not. We definitely want any changes we make. We always want it to progress the show, move it forward. Yes. And it took a little while, and the more I thought about it, when the idea that Chris came up with, he was a little vague in the discussions at first. Yeah, I was still but, trying to formulate it. But once he came up with a plot and his idea for it, I went, all right, that sounds a lot better. I like the direction. Well, I did take your input, because originally I was going to go all the way to the right or left or whatever you want to say. I don't, I don't want it to be a political thing. I want it Whichever to be... Whichever way you're taking it was going to be in the right. complete opposite direction of where we were. I'm talking about a road. Yes. <laughs> yes. He was going to make that like far left turn or... Yeah. yeah. Think of a traffic circle. So I was going to get off on the left-hand side and JL's like, well, you can get off on the left-hand side, but you need to remember the right-hand side because the right-hand side has been working really well. So I'm like, okay, well, I got to respect what JL says. I can't just do this by myself. It has to be a team effort. So I'm like, I'll take the right and I'll take the left and I'll mash them together and we'll just go down the middle road. And I think that's what we're doing. But with all of that said and all the changes of the podcast, I do have now a new respect for these bands that want to change their sound all of a sudden. Yeah. I get it now. I'm starting to understand like why like i always like you made the joke of like let's be ac like i said let's be acdc i'm like yeah but it worked for the ramones too and it's like i look at the punk albums that i love listening to and it's like how many of them really evolved past the sound and i go well green day did all these different things Mm -hmm. i mean the offspring they changed their sound once and they've been doing that same sound now for 23 years right so i don't want to be like all right well this worked and then yes i get how you can feel stagnant sometimes but at the same time like well Let's stick with the core of what's working for us, too. I think Green Day is a perfect example because they still have that sound, but they've also evolved it quite a bit. Not counting that last album, which I really loved a lot. I know a lot of people weren't. I know you're not happy with it. I wasn't a big fan of like the direction. I didn't like the way the vocals sounded. I thought it was amazing. So It's different, but they still had that bottom layer of Green Day. Musically, they sounded like Green Day. It was yeah. just, I didn't like how the audio came through. You know, kind of like when we record something, you just go, ooh, this audio is off over here. Yeah. That's how I felt listening to his singing on that album. Well, I just watched the Britney Spears documentary, and I felt the same way about that one Britney Spears album that everybody hates. I think it's Femme Fatale, where she went like electronic. Yeah. And that album is brilliant. And of course, her core fans want, you know, Baby Hit Me One More Time. Yeah, they want Oops, I Did It Again, all that stuff. Yeah, but that electronic album is amazing. For electronic album, it's super listenable. It's got catchy songs on it. And she changed her sound, but it's still Britney Spears. You can't change Britney's voice. 
No. By the way, that documentary, I recommend watching. and I recommend everyone watching it. You'll have such a different insight. What's on, it on? Uh, it was on Hulu. I don't okay. know what channel originally it was on, because now we just do nothing but streaming. Okay. It just came up in a I figured it was on a streaming. That's why I was trying yeah. to be like, which streaming is it on? But it, it was on It was on a network, and then it just popped in my Hulu as a recommended watch. Oh. Huh. But what the hell she went through, you can understand why she temporarily lost her mind. I would have lost my mind. Everybody would have lost her, their minds, what, she, what that poor woman had to go through as soon as she hit fame. So watch it. You'll get a whole new respect for Britney Spears. Britney, bitch. <laughs> Leave Britney alone. Now I know why Chris Crocker was so upset. <laughs> I, I'm going to email Chris Crocker, and I'm going to say, you are not some YouTube one-off guy. You were right there on the forefront of the Britney Spears You movement. knew it when we didn't. Yes. So I'm going to go cry in bed now and yell, leave Britney alone. You were correct. But yeah, we're going to change a little bit, just like we've changed the show over the years, you know, where we've lost a few people, but we've gained more listeners. Yes. We're going to switch things up a little bit. <laughs> we're actually at the height <laughs> of our downloads. I don't want to tell Jay all this. We're at the height <laughs> of our listenership we have ever been. So it is time to change format. <laughs> <laughs> We're not changing that much. All we're really doing is there's going to be an underlining congruent story. That's it. So there'll be very familiar pieces every week, and we're still going to do the deep dive into pop culture history. And there will be throwbacks that will be thrown in at different times. Yes. And the way I'm seeing this is that the episodes might want to be listened in order by the way that we do it and all that. So. Yeah. I would say definitely listen to the first episode. And you'll know when we start it. Yeah, you'll get it. All right. So Don't be afraid. Nobody be afraid. No. Because I took a lot of jail's advice. And if you would be afraid if I didn't take any of jail's advice. Because <laughs> <laughs> jail was right. We're at the height of our personal popularity. And we do need to, we need to not just go out and say, this is something completely different. Yeah, it's it's a this is our version of a concept album in a way. Yeah, that's how you've been describing it. Yeah, and it's it's going to be a fun voyage. It's going to be a fantastic voyage like Coolio took you on. Yes, I think it'll be I've just been feel personally I've been feeling a little stagnant and not that they've been bad episodes. I think we really have put out some quality, funny, interesting episodes, but I just feel like it's we keep going to the same well. And I want to go to a well that has some other flavors in it. <laughs> but yet the what? same. What? <laughs> what am I saying? He wants he wants to change, but not completely change. Just a minor alteration. Yeah, just uh like I said, it's just going to be like you know how you go to this a sitcom and it's like Full House, for example. Full House is always in the same house. So you have that familiar, familiar, familiar I can't Familiarity? Talk. Yes. I don't know why I can't say certain words. But you have that. But the plot changes somewhat every episode. And it's not going to be like 
we're sending Richie's brother up to go do his homework and you're never going to hear from him again <laughs> or anything like that. But And we're also not going to cousin Oliver you at the same time. No. And we're not going to get on a motorcycle and have a shark that we have to jump Yeah, we're over. not jumping the shark. No. Or, so. he, no, he water skied with his leather jacket on. That was the whole jumping the shark. Oh, was it water skiing over Yeah, the he was water skied wearing his leather jacket, which is why everybody remembers it. And he water skied over the shark and he jumped over the shark. So I that's thought he took his motorcycle over the shark. No, 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 I don't think so. I don't remember. I want to say he was water skiing because I distinctly remember the Fonz water skiing wearing his leather jacket and everybody being like, he's on the water. Why is he wearing his leather jacket? Because <laughs> he's the Fonz. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. So the next episode, um, right now it's tentatively titled something like Origin Stories Always Suck in the Beginning because I'm not a fan of origin stories. <laughs> <laughs> you can. It should be titled, You Can Only Kill Uncle Ben So Many Times. Yes. I know how Spider-Man got to be Spider-Man. Right. How many times can we kill Uncle Ben? How many times can Bruce Wayne's parents die? Which I was so happy when Tom Holland took over that we didn't do that. I know, right? Amazing. I, d- I don't know why they didn't do can that. Can you imagine what Uncle Ben would look like since Marissa Tomei is Aunt May now? Yeah. But it was a good decision, Marvel. You did good on that. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it. A lot of talking for, hey, we're changing the format. Stick with us. We promise you'll like it. there's a payout at the end of this. What's that? The beer cooler. Oh, the beer cooler. Okay, let's revisit. Perfect. All right, Sabrina, you go first. I hated it. I give it a six. (laughs) All right, Laura, you're next. Mm -hmm. I don't like coconut. I don't like coconut. Or stouts. Or stouts. I give it a one. I'll give it a one. This beer needs to nap. (laughs) All right, I guess I'll go next. But what is the beer? Oh, yeah. What is the beer? It is from Weldworks Brewing, their coffee coconut stout. It's an imperial milk stout. It's an 8% ABV, and the brewery is out of Greeley, Colorado. So we discussed earlier when we first tried it that that aftertaste was super lingering. But a lot, like a lot of beers, you have to get settled into the flavor. And after settling into the flavor, the aftertaste didn't stay forever. Maybe this is one we had to shake up. I don't know. I made sure to look to see if it was one that we had to roll, because I wasn't following for that one again okay it doesn't say it doesn't say or anything like that so no but with that being said the coffee and the coconut really kind of take a back seat to the stout they're not really at the forefront and with the stout for me personally the stout is a super heavy super dark beer and if i'm going to drink a stout which i do enjoy it's gotta have it's gotta be flavored of some way, shape, or form. Oatmeal stouts are great. Coffee stouts are great. If you have a coffee stout on your beer menu, I'm probably going to go for that. It's okay. You needed to bring either the coffee or the coconut to the front of the taste. And uh, I forgot what I was going with that. Anyway, it's it's a lot of stout and a little bit of coffee, a little bit of coconut. So I'm going to ultimately give it a three. If they had done it the other way, I probably would have given it a five or a six. Beer master. 
I like it. It's got a good taste to it. You get a little bit of the coffee. I like the coconut at the end, and it doesn't take away from it being a stout. Like, it's a total milk stout. You get a little creaminess in there as well. Mm -hmm. The flavor is really good, and it's got a very, very smooth finish. I like it because most, like, stouts and all, you get that malty taste to it. Right. And... This one doesn't have that. It's very balanced. Great drinkability. I would have to give it a five. Okay. Uh, I mean, I've always said the uh, way to my heart with stouts and porters is by adding coffee to them. Yes. And I just feel that it's a natural thing that they go together because it brings out the flavor in the beer and the coffee, typically, if it's done the right way. This one's very good. They did a great job. I was a little worried with the coconut, but that like aftertaste when it hits you, it's a very good after effect. Except for those first couple sips. Yeah, that first sip, like the coconut lasted too long. Yeah. So really, like, don't judge this beer by the first sip. You got to drink the whole thing. Yes. Because then you'll get the full flavor of it. This would not be good in like a flight in a six ounce pour. I wonder why beer does that sometimes. Why the profile changes. I don't know. But I don't. Maybe it was getting more air or anything like that. Maybe. Um. Uh, but yeah, no. This was very good. I oh, really enjoyed it. I wonder if you do it on draft, if that would change the whole. Hmm. I don't know flavor profile of it. Because I bet I would like it better on draft. But you everything's know, better on draft. So. Yeah, and stouts, stouts and porters are always better on draft. Yeah. Um. We just got in this mango habanero beer at work, and you get no mango from it, and the aftertaste. Not because this is going back to the coconut aftertaste. All you get is the spicy habanero aftertaste. It's a mango habanero IPA. I don't know who does it offhand, but all you get is the habanero at the end. It, it tastes like a typical like IPA, American Pale Ale. And then you just get like this spiciness at the end. It's all right. Yeah. It's just not balanced enough. I feel like, as I've said before on certain beers, don't label something where it's like, oh, it's this and this. No, it's not. It's just habanero. There's no mango in there whatsoever. So I don't know how they say that. Where with this one, I taste the coffee and I get the coconut aftertaste and it still has the effect of being a stout with the way that it goes it's not misleading probably did that because i don't would you want to just get a habanero beer would that sound appealing to you i would try it but then again i i believe in trying almost every beer at least once right you're a connoisseur so So. but for the average person i don't know average person no i think that would scare yeah so the mango being on there but like at least get some of the mango in there yeah see i don't even know if i would want to try i mean i would try a sip of it but I don't know if I'd want to get a whole can of mango habanero beer. I don't know. That does, that does not sound good I to me. I don't know. It's been the debate of the week at work where we're all just doing a sample like almost like every day to every other day like mm-hmm. somebody is. And we're just going, so what do you think of it? What do you think of this beer? And right now there are only like three of us, me including, that said that it was a decent beer. Yeah. Everybody else just utterly hates it. I'm afraid because the, the beer has really taken off as far as... I mean, beer has always been around forever and popular, but now it seems like it's really taken off as like wine, where you got people who are like devoted and you got companies are like, okay, we've got to come up with something unique, flavorful, and we'll kind of put our beer out there because there's so much competition now yeah i'm gonna find out who does it and i'm gonna get it for the show okay that's my plan like at some point i'm gonna find out who does it because it's 
most likely a local. But when I hear mango habanero, the first thing that comes to my mind is oh, wings. Well, no, they're just trying to they're trying to stand out. Yeah. So now you got a crap. Like I've even said it on the show. I'm like, this is a good IPA, but it's a standard IPA. Right. You. It's good to have a regular IPA every once in a while, and I yeah. feel like that's the way we're going. Where how most people are like, oh, let me have just a traditional lager or something like that. Now it's like we look at traditional IPAs because of how much they've put into so many of them and how we've tried so many just with this show yeah that you just go oh well it's a basic ipa right and i, Where, I think where's this where's brewers are, fe- are feeling that i mean i was making jokes during the super bowl because sam adams had their commercial for their wicked hazy ipa <laughs> which all i went was oh look they just changed the name of their new england ipa to wicked hazy and they're just remarketing it although if it has hazy in front of it i'll drink it more than if it doesn't right for me personally and honestly if it really is just their new england style ipa just under a different name i'll get it anyways because their new england ipa was amazing yeah I loved it. it. Had great flavor to it. Really smooth. So it's just it. It works really well that there's competition, and then it works against you because I'm waiting for the strawberry meatloaf pine cone IPA to hit the market. You know, <laughs> I'll get with somebody on that. <laughs> so yes. that's it. It's just really an announcement of what's going on and yeah. why things have been a little inconsistent. But hopefully, as the year goes on, we'll get things back on track. Honestly, we we're just trying to show you who runs this show. <laughs> it's really the two of us it's the jail and chris show sabrina's just here for the ride and laura's here for the beer yes <laughs> <laughs> all right so keep an eye out for the next episode and that's it yeah we're out of here bye bye stay fresh cheese bags can't you the flippity flop gone <laughs> bye <laughs> Not all conversations or events are 100% accurate, as if you didn't figure that out already. Some things are changed or added, or even deleted for the sake of attempted comedy. All sources are never verified, and all information is subject to being slightly sketchy. In other words, we are just having some fun. Thank you for listening. This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com. Okay. Hey, everyone. I love podcasts. Who's got recommendations and scent? That was quick. Do you like comedy? What about movies? Pop culture. Um, yeah. Do you like animals? What about science? Well, yeah. Do you dig plants? What about writing, snacks, rambling, and rants? Well, I... Making improv and interviews, Canadians, Australians, boating forecasts and super reviews, ladies, gentlemen, cretins, or comic books, script reads, bad TV, heads that should, perfectly picked packages popping up, podcasts pointing people to discover other podcasts. Yes. Fantastic. Check out the Podfix Network podfixnetwork.com at podfix on twitter official underscore podfix on the gram plus check out podfix presents wherever fine podcasts are found the podfix network artist owned and loved